pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the new Canada Food Guide draws concern. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Clearing skies this afternoon. Wind south 20 and a high of minus 2. The low minus 12. Wind chill minus 14 tonight. Minus 20 overnight. Wednesday mainly cloudy 30%. Chance of flurries, blowing snow late in the morning and in the afternoon. Wind northwest 20 becoming north 40, gusting to 60. The high minus 9 with the temperature falling to minus 16 tomorrow afternoon. Wind chill minus 17 in the morning and minus 29 in the afternoon. The low minus 23. Thursday, sunny with a high of minus 14, the low minus 23. Friday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 11, the low minus 13. Saturday, cloudy and milder again with a high forecast of minus 6, the low minus 7. Sunday, cloudy and windy, the high minus 1, the low minus 14. Monday, partly cloudy and the high minus 11. The normal high for this date is minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.47 this morning. It sets at 5.33 tonight. Around the province, by the way, the hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Maple Creek, right hovering around zero. Estevan is minus 8, Saskatoon minus 9, Swift Current minus 4, Weyburn minus 9, Yorkton minus 11. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's minus 8. That's 18 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southeast at 18, giving a wind chill of minus 15. Humidity is 92%. The barometer dropping 102.1. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw minus 4. Winds are from the south-southwest at 17. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 8. That's 18 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Health Canada's new food guide no longer features food groups and portion sizes. The revamped guide unveiled today recommends eating more plant-based protein and stresses that Canadians should make water their drink of choice. The new guide says we should eat vegetables, fruits, whole grains and choose plant-based proteins such as legumes, nuts and tofu more often. It no longer lists milk and dairy products as a distinct food group but does include examples of low-fat, low-sodium and unsweetened dairy products. The guide also suggests the public lay off processed and prepared foods that are high in sugar, salt and saturated fat and limit how much alcohol you drink. Sask Milk Policy Manager Joy Smith is disappointed with less emphasis on consumption of dairy and red meat. There are studies and there is the science to show that, that animal proteins like those from milk and dairy are superior to plant proteins. There's higher protein content, better protein digestibility, and a more balanced content of essential amino acids. And so, those, you know, that's the kind of science we shouldn't necessarily ignore. 
Smith says the food guide is followed in hospitals, schools, and other institutions, and it's unfortunate there may be less options available for those consumers. Continued use of strychnine poison for gopher control and support for government funding of mandatory semi-truck driver training were among resolutions approved at the semi-annual Saskatchewan Stock Growers Meeting in Regina on Friday. Stock Growers President Bill Huber says resolutions were passed calling for government support for tag readers and scanners for livestock traceability. As well, he says there's support for continued use of strychnine and government support for mandatory truck driver training. Well, it's a tough one, and I I certainly support it, and I support our membership. But I guess the question is, is there's only so much money under the CAP program, the Canadian Agriculture Partnership. And uh, when we, if we can win this one, it's it's certainly a benefit to farmers and ranchers because it's it's a big expense of eight or ten thousand dollars plus three weeks away from home for the training. Are there that many ranchers though that need this kind of training? Well, there would be because you got to realize we have no kill plants in this province, and anybody that has trucks and trailers and and pots and triaxle pots or even ground load trailers. They're pulling them with a, a highway tractor with air air brakes. They need a 1A license. And uh, if you're hauling out of the province a Class 5 with an F, F restriction on it uh, to, to give you the ability to drive in province doesn't cover you out of province. And so it's to haul out of province, producers will need this special mandatory training. Well, in order to haul out of the province, yes, you will need what you call a Class 1 with an A endorsement to be eligible, eligible to be, drive. And to get that under after March 15th, it will be a, a fairly big expense because I think it's about almost a three-week, 20 days of training in classroom and in shop and on the road in testing, or uh, training on the road. There was also talk about the Canada Food Guide and some concerns there. What was the resolution saying? Well, it's, you know, they're going to change the guide and they're going to favor plant-based foods rather than beef or, or meat products. And it's really discouraging and disappointing for, for livestock producers, not only the beef, but sheep and pork producers, because it's a main staple in our diets and it has been for, for many, many years. And, and you got to realize that chefs and cooks in restaurants and caterers, they, they follow the food guide, whether it's a cooking for hospitals or penitentiaries or whatever. And it's not going to be a thing that's going to affect us in the immediate future, but going down the road one year, two years, five, ten years from now, it could make a big change in people's diets. And I think and believe that meat is a, is a very good part of protein in our diets. There's also a resolution calling for the government of Saskatchewan to provide some funding for weed control in community pastures. Yes, there is some already under municipal programs, and, but there's a real concern with leafy spurge in some of these community pastures, and it, it's really hard to control, and, and most people are pretty familiar with the terrain in a community pasture. It's rough, and it's not accessible with high-clearance sprayers, and uh, the chemical that's used to control some of these weeds isn't uh, registered for aerial application. So it's a cost, and it's really affecting the, the grass and the production in these, some of these pastures, and, and we do have to try and get something done with it in the, in the very near future. Bill, what about trade issues? Were that raised or discussed? Yes, it was, and that was a, one of the things I mentioned right off in my report. And it's, you know, we've got the, uh, the USMCA agreement signed, there's some things in there that uh, that are certainly concerning yet, and there's all going ongoing trade issues with with China. Maybe it doesn't affect the beef industry so much, but certainly the Asian markets are, are very important to us as the U.S. market. We want to make sure that our federal and federal government, especially, is uh, 
is working diligently and keeping an eye on these things because they're so vital and important to our, our livestock industry in this nation. Bill Huber is the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. A market analyst is optimistic grain prices have bottomed out and will be moving upward this year. The president of IntelliFarm, Brian Voth, says politics, trade and weather will be key factors in grain markets this coming year. Voth speaks in Assiniboia on Thursday at an FCC-sponsored Free Farm Forum. Generally speaking, I would say I'm optimistic going forward. Obviously, there's been a lot of negative things in the world and particularly in the grain markets in the last six to eight months. But in spite of all that negative news, prices have come down but have managed to hold at these levels. So I think I'd say generally optimistic on most grains going forward. Obviously, a lot of stuff relies around politics right now, and particularly with the U.S. and the trade war and the implications that's had on soybeans and the spillover effect that's had to corn, to wheat, to canola. But again, a lot of this stuff, or most of the stuff, I would say at this point, is priced into the market. So going forward, I think the fundamental side will start to rule a little bit more. Political stuff is becoming a little bit more background noise, but it is still prevalent. You know, you see things like potential agreements popping up between U.S. and China, and then grain markets take off to the upside. And if you don't get any follow-through on that, then the markets come back down a little bit. But that drop is coming back down to a level that's higher than the last drop. So we are actually starting to trend higher on prices these days. So, again, I'm optimistic on prices going forward. Do I think we're headed back to, you know, 8 or $9 wheat or anything like that? No, because fundamentally that's not justified. But I do think that we've seen the lows at this point. Weather, though, will play a key factor as we approach spring seeding? Yeah, weather's always going to be a factor, and that's what you're starting to see show up out of South America right now particularly out of Brazil, where areas have been so hot and dry that they're saying that soybean production is going to be coming down out there. That's definitely a factor showing up now. Then as we move into spring, you're going to start seeing weather be a bigger impact in North America. And along with weather, what kind of crops are going to go on the ground? And again, more in the U.S., are we going to see a big increase in corn acres and a decrease in soybeans given what's happened over the last year? But then as we start getting into spring, how is the planting pace going? What are conditions like in Western Canada? You know, are we going to alleviate the drought conditions in Alberta and Western Saskatchewan that we saw in 2018? And is that going to have impacts on farmers' cropping decisions here or not? So again, weather is always a topic. It's just a matter of where in the world you happen to be looking at the time and what's going to be the most critical part to our markets. What, if any, suggestions will you make for spring seeding? I'm never a fan of chasing markets. I've always told clients, you know, grow what you know primarily. And at the end of the day, crop plans don't tend to change more than 5 to 10% one way or the other anyways. So ultimately, farms are good at growing certain crops. And there may be years when other crops look really attractive as alternatives, but you don't see mass changes on, on going on on any scale like that. So to me, the first thing is get it in the ground. After that, we can work on the marketing side. And you know, granted, we will be doing some marketing prior to that as well. But any marketing we do prior to seeding is going to be very conscientious of the fact that plans may change by the time, you know, equipment actually gets out into the field. But at the end of the day, get it into the ground, grow what you know, and then we're going to work on the marketing side after that. Brian Voth of Intellifarm is a guest speaker at an FCC free farm forum in Assiniboia this Thursday. 
Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southey, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained $2 at 445.02. Oats dropped $1.15 at 21276. Number one red spring wheat rose 377, $3.77 at 232.07. The rest were unchanged. Durham 221.81. Feed barley 202.63. Flax 473.29. Yellow peas 253.54. Feed wheat, 193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is unchanged at 574 and three quarters cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 22nd. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Hefferet sold from $1 to $1.20. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.63 cents to $0.74. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.90 cents to $1.05. We had our first pre-sorted sale of the year on Monday, and the market was up a bit from the end of November. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold it to $2.40. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.32. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $2.18 and sold up to $2.30. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.08 and sold up to $2.17. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.01 and sold up to $2.10. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.90 and sold up to $2.01. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.84 and sold up to $1.92. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.77 and sold up to $1.88. Heifers were about 20 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.30 a pound, a group of 600-pound black steers at $2.17 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.10 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.01 a pound, two loads of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.92 a pound, two loads of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.85 a pound, and a load of 985-pound exotic steers at $1.88 a pound, which amounts to $1,850. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Monday, selling a range of 127 to 143 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling a range of 128 to 143 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 20 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3297. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.97 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are two-sided to start the fourth marketing week in 2019, with ISM and WCB reporting regions up while the national region came in lower than the Friday session. 
Plants will see a reduced schedule this week, as Monday marked Martin Luther King Day in the USA. While cash markets typically see some strength in the first quarter of the marketing year, large supplies and ongoing trade spats are influencing traditional flows of pork, especially in the export sector. Lean hog futures have witnessed a steady climb since about the 17th of January, but recall on the 16th, the trade erased all the gains that were made since the beginning of the year. And the outlook today, clearing this afternoon, wind south 20, the high minus 2, the low minus 12. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, blowing snow late in the morning and the afternoon, wind northwest 20, becoming north 40, gusting to 60. The high minus 9, with the temperature falling to minus 16 tomorrow afternoon, wind chill minus 17 in the morning, minus 29 in the afternoon, the low minus 23. In Regina right now, part the cloudy, minus 8, that's 18 Fahrenheit. Winds from the south, southeast at 18. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.